Hi there, welcome to Business and Pleasure, the daily show with me, Troy Francis, that mixes business with pleasure and takes pride in doing so. So today, I want to go into the first theme that I want to talk about, which is how long should you persist with a hot girl? So I've been going through some content on my website recently and looking at some of the more popular articles, and this one has been popular for a long time, so I thought it would be, <coughs> excuse me, a good one to kick off with, because we're going to be talking a bit about dating on this show, as well as how to put yourself in the optimum position for dating, which is basically by having a lot of money, by having an online business. So the two things go hand in hand. But there is this question that comes up quite a lot about how long you should persist with an attractive girl. Now, <coughs> of course, really, the answer is how long is a piece of string because there are a lot of variables here. So, you know, if she's really, really attractive, if you think she's the girl of your dreams, whatever, then obviously you're going to persist for that little bit longer and that's only natural. Um, so, but keeping all of that in mind, I just wanted to give you an overview of how I view this and what I do. And <clears throat> for one thing, let's make it clear up front. I mean, persistence is great. So say you meet a girl, you're in a club or you're in a bookshop or you're in a cafe or wherever it is and you meet an attractive girl, perhaps you get her phone number, you get a Facebook book ad, you get her Instagram, which is these days becoming a very popular way to get contact details, then that's great. And you can obviously ping her a couple of messages, see if she will come out for a date with you. But there is no sense in pushing it. There's no sense... And, and there's certainly no ethical uh, position in being overly persistent. You know, I mean, give her a cup, you know, basically speaking, you're, you're talking about giving somebody a couple of pings. If they don't really bite, then, you know, what are you going to do? You're not going to be sending them messages every day. You're not going to be sending them photographs of your hometown every, all the time and all that. I've known guys to do this. I, I'm friends with girls and they show me their phones, they show me their WhatsApp and they'll say, yeah, I met this guy, chatted to him for, you know, 10 minutes and now he's messaging me all the time every day. That is no good. And if, you don't, if you're not careful, you cross the line into stalking and you can get into trouble and that's just not what you want to be doing anyway. So you've got to be sensible about this. And one way to be sensible about this, one way to ensure that you're not crossing the line, is to make sure that you're talking to a lot of different girls. And this is really the key to my philosophy with both dating and with business. So in business and in pleasure. The thing is, gentlemen, we have to create opportunities for ourselves. We have to be entrepreneurs in the dating marketplace just as much as we have to be entrepreneurs in the business marketplace. Because by and large, you know, unless you're Justin Bieber or you're Instagram famous or you're a celebrity or something like that, there aren't going to be girls queuing up to come and date you. You know, you're going to have to put in the legwork. Now, that's not to say, you know, maybe you're very good looking or you're well known in your local area or something like that. And, you know, you're going to get some girls who are just naturally interested in you. And that's fine. You know, we all we all get that. That is um, only natural. But... If you want to have a prolific dating life and if you want to have some level of control over who you're meeting, who you're spending time with, who you're dating, 
then the reality is you're going to have to be proactive. So what that means on a practical level is going out and talking to a lot of different girls. So it could be that every day you, you say, right, I'm going to approach a certain number of girls and I'm going to commit to doing that for a period of time. So we've just started November. You could say, I'm going to commit to approaching one girl every single day for, for November. That would be 30 new contacts that you've made over the course of the month. Alternatively, you might say, I'm going to approach 10 every day um, and I'm going to you know, really go all out and I'm going to have approached 300 girls by the end of November. It all depends on your time and your, you know, your schedule and how much you want to really put into this. But basically, another another option, by the way, sort of in between those two things is you might say, okay, this month I'm going to get a new contact detail every day. So the challenge then is to go and get a new phone number or WhatsApp or Instagram or whatever it is every single day. So in doing that. It might be that you, you know, one day maybe you only approach one girl. The next day you have to approach five, the next day two, the next day three, whatever. You know, you, you're only out speaking to and approaching girls until you get the contact details for that day and then you stop. So that could be another way of doing it. That could be something that you could have a look at. Anyway, the point is, just like with a business, you are constantly out there creating new leads, creating new opportunities. Now, not all of them are going to come off. If you approach 30 girls in the month of November, or say you get 30 contact details in the month of November, are you going to date all of those 30 girls? Are you going to end up sleeping with all of those 30 girls? Are you going to end up in a relationship with all of those 30 girls? Well, no, Absolutely not. And to be honest, that's probably quite fortunate because the logistics would be a nightmare. So you're not going to get 100%. But the point is, by opening your pipeline, so to speak, and filling your pipeline with new leads, which are what we call, uh, you know, opportunities. So in business, a lead would be a potential customer. In dating, a lead is a potential girl that you might date. In filling your pipeline with as many leads as possible, you have a whole range of opportunities. You increase your opportunities. And in doing that, you also increase your sense of abundance too. So what that means then is that each individual girl that you meet, there's really less impetus for you to persist. Because why would you? Because you know that tomorrow you're going to get another contact detail and then the next day you're going to get another or you're going to approach another 10 girls the next day or whatever it is. So there's really, when you're doing that, it becomes less important for you to pursue each individual one because you know that there's more coming through the, the funnel. And that, ironically makes you more attractive because it puts it makes you less needy and it shows that you've got options because you have because you're creating them yourself which is more than most guys are doing so actually that makes you more attractive in a way because you're not trying to chase her you're not trying to lock her down like other guys perhaps are so underlying all of this my advice is to be constantly making new contacts, constantly making new approaches. And by the way, that also goes for business as well. 
You want to be networking the whole time as well. And sometimes the two things can even cross over, but we'll talk about that in another episode. But yeah, basically, you meet uh, a new girl who is attractive. And then as soon as you've you've met, perhaps an hour later or you know later that day, you'll send her a message and just say, hey, was cool to meet you. Did you get home okay? Did you, you know, or some cheeky thing, like did you manage to stop yourself buying those expensive shoes you're gonna buy, or whatever it is. And then hopefully she'll reply, and you can have a couple of texts back and forward of just cheeky, flirty banter. And then you wanna suggest a date, and you know, just say, let's meet for a drink in a local bar or whatever hopefully she's going to accept. Now, if she doesn't, if she makes an excuse, it kind of depends on the how the excuse comes over. If she says, I can't on Thursday, but how about next Tuesday? Then, okay, that's fine because she has invested in, you know, giving a different possibility. If she just said, oh, I'm really busy at the moment and then kind of leaves it, then you immediately know that the we, the, sorry, the lead is weak. You immediately know that this is possibly not going to happen. So in that instance, I would then leave it for a few days and then I might ping her again and just sort of something very casual, maybe even a picture, just say, oh, I saw this crazy cat, I thought of you or something like that. Just a little ping really to see if you get anything back. And if she responds and she responds warmly uh, and you're feeling that there's a good vibe there, then, then that's cool. You can then suggest another date. If she doesn't respond, or if she takes a long time, or if she's offhand, then then you're really looking at a lead that isn't likely to to come off to convert. So at that point, you should pretty much write it off. But nevertheless, I might keep her in the phone for a little bit longer. And then when you're looking through your phone, you know, a week later or something like that, you might see her profile and you might think, okay, I'll just give her one more ping. So then you might send one more message and see what happens. But after that, I would then delete her number. Because if you've done three messages, and by the way, I wouldn't suggest doing three messages if you get no response. But if, you're, if you've done three messages and you've got these kind of non-committal, lukewarm responses, then it's not going to happen. So at that point, I would delete the number. If you... Uh, ping her a couple of times and you get nothing, I would then delete the number as well because clearly she hasn't even responded at all. So you really have to judge it on the individual case. I mean, if you know you take somebody a couple of times and she's away working for a month in Saudi Arabia or something, then clearly those are different circumstances. So you've got to play it by ear and, and really judge the enthusiasm of her texting. So how much is she writing? How quickly is she coming back? Um, you know, is she suggesting other options for meeting up and so on and so forth. So those are the things you've got to judge it for. But as I say, if it's lukewarm, if it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, I would limit it at three pings. If it's somebody that you've met and you ping her twice and she doesn't respond at all, then I would leave it then. And in both of those instances, I would then delete the contact details, which you shouldn't be upset about doing because you're creating new opportunities for yourself the whole time. That's it for business and pleasure today. We will talk again tomorrow. Bye.